0: Motorsport 411 presents all the
1: four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cartavillas.
2: Welcome to Motorsport 411, your home for all your four and two-wheeled action in Africa. Coming up in this episode, we speak to FIA Vice President Surinder Tathi regarding regional and international rallying. We also have a chat with the head of competitions for the Karting Commission, Norris Ongalo. And in our special feature, Women in Motorsport, we speak to Anne Troughton, who's in the commission for Rally Raid. All the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport
0: 411.
2: Welcome to the show. Now this week the Africa Rally Championship heads to Rwanda. I got to speak to the FIA Vice President Surinder Tathi and I asked him about the high level of Kenyan interest in the
0: event. We've uh, had a good entry this year in the African Championship. I mean coming out of uh, the pandemic uh, it's been quite uh, surprising that uh, we have two top contenders and they are really fighting it out for uh, which might go down to the last round in South Africa. So the Kenyans uh, are now getting quite serious. I mean, uh, Manvir has won it many times, uh, three times before. So Kenyans are not uh, new to the African championship, but it's nice to see a lot of Kenyans there. Uh, We've seen the competition has been quite
2: strong uh, from around Africa, uh, quite strong contingent from Uganda and also Guy Botrell from South Africa.
0: Yes, yes. And we were hoping Leroy Gomes from Zambia would have joined this year, but unfortunately because of pandemic, reasons they they couldn't really leave Zambia. So I hope uh, in the future, next year, maybe we'll have a very good top entry as well. Your thoughts on Rwanda,
2: uh, motorsports in Rwanda? uh, We can see, uh, you know, it appears to be quite a popular
0: rally. Yeah, Rwanda is a nice country to do a rally in. They've uh, always run a good uh, championship rally for us in the Africa Championship. And uh, at the end of the day, it's uh, going to be very competitive and uh, very twisty in the mountains uh, of Rwanda. So it'll be quite good fun. There's been
2: some talk uh, amongst the drivers about the standard of organizing of uh, some of these events in the Africa Rally Championship. I guess we're quite used to the high standards here. What have been your thoughts in terms of the organization of some of the Africa Rally Championship events?
0: You know, every country has their own levels of organization. And, uh, we are a continental championship. We have good events like South Africa, Kenya, and, uh, Zambia is also one of our good ones. And then, uh, we have, uh, sort of medium, uh, to well organized events like, uh, Tanzania, Rwanda, and, uh, uh, Uganda. This year, Uganda is not going to take place. They postponed to next year because of the COVID, uh, COVID uh, uh, does not allow a uh, rallying to happen in Uganda at the moment.
2: Now, Surinda, uh there was talk about revamping the African Rally Championship. Uh, there were complaints about uh, too much traveling uh, becoming too expensive. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you think there needs to be a revamp?
0: You know, it's uh, great for people to come up with this uh, fantastic word called revamp. But uh, what are they going to do? I mean, the continent is a very large continent. Traveling around the continent is expensive. You can fit in the African continent, China, India, the whole of Europe, and the USA. That is the size of our continent. So, I mean, you know, revamping it is not going to really help unless people come up with ideas of how to revamp it. So... Uh, the, the biggest problem is travel around the continent. That's the biggest uh, issue we have. Now, the other issue that's uh, getting
2: a little bit more serious year by year is the homologation of cars. Uh, we're seeing quite a big jump uh, between the R4s. Uh, you've got the Mitsubishi Evo 10s and the R5s. Uh, quite a big jump in terms of the budget. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that?
0: You know, FIA has made a new pyramid for motor rallying. And the pyramid starts with uh, w- the the Rally 1 car, which is the World Rally car. Then comes the uh, Rally 2 car, which is the former R5 cars with, like uh, used by Carl Tundo in this year's. And then uh, we, uh, below that, we have uh, Rally 3 cars, which now we have seen uh, our Rally stars in Kenya using Rally 3 cars. And so at the moment, we are still in a transition. We're waiting for more manufacturers to homologate Rally 3 cars, which are the same budget level as the old N4 car. So if we get more Rally 3 cars, I think uh, that'll uh, revamp uh, a little bit of entries in the chairmanship. Because N4 cars are now dying a natural death because uh, spare parts are not available. The World Rally Championship uh,
2: converting, as you mentioned, uh, to Rally 1, uh, that will be now the the World Rally Championship cars and, of course, Rally 2 and Rally 3. Um, how, how are you finding this uh, transition at the moment? We've seen uh, testing amongst uh, the manufacturers. Uh, how, how do you see the
0: transition happening? Well, you know, uh, change always comes with a little bit of a price. And the price is that uh, you lose entries in the beginning. But... Uh, We are hoping that uh, when two or three other manufacturers have built Rally 3 cars uh, by the end of this year, uh, there will be more availability of Rally 3 cars, which is sort of the replacement car for uh, the N4. And then we'd uh, get a better entry. So uh, it's a transition at the moment, but it will happen.
2: All right. Uh, so, of course, we got the WRC, the World Rally Championship, uh, Safari Rally. Now, the spillover into the Kenya National Rally Championship, we used to see quite a bit of it uh, before. Um, it appears that we're not really seeing a spillover uh, compared to, you know, sort of pre-2003. Um, wh- what do you think uh, can be addressed about that?
0: Uh, again, uh, the answer is the transition. I mean, uh, well, once this happens... And uh, more Rally 3 cars are available to Kenyan drivers. They will buy them and then uh, we'll have more participation in the Rally. Uh, Rally 2 cars, like you say, are quite expensive to run. But we still have a lot of Rally 2 cars already running. It's just a pity that the uh, Rye family uh, has uh, an injured uh, driver, so they've uh, pulled out of rallying. And uh, that'll be a big loss to Kenyan motorsport. But... uh, At the end of the day, uh, I think it will take a couple of years before you see uh, actual change in the entry level.
2: Yeah, I was just going to go into that. uh, A real shame about the Rai family uh, not being active at the moment uh, in the Kenya National Rally Championship or Africa Rally Championship. But um, there's been a a lot of talk uh, you know, within the motorsport circle about uh, the top three, you've got uh, Flash, uh, Boldev and Curran uh, being so far ahead of the field. Um, do you think that's
0: negative for rallying at the moment? No, I don't think so. Because, you know, you always have pace setters and you have people that are trying to catch them up. And uh, which is a good thing. I mean, and we saw in the last rally that if we're running, he came second. And that's uh, a very good sign that, you know, he's improving. Uh, so, at the end of the day, uh, the top three at the front have to fight with each other because then the others have something to catch up with. Surinda,
2: just back to the Africa Rally Championship, uh, Rwanda, we got in fact two rallies left, uh, South Africa at the end and this battle between Flash Tundo and Guy Botrol is great uh, for the championship.
0: Yes, absolutely. Very, very good for the championship and uh, we hope it goes down to the wire to the last rally in South Africa which will be advantage Botrill because that's his home home country. Uh, but uh, Carlton though is a seasoned driver and he will take the challenge to them.
2: Now, uh, in terms of the Africa Rally Championship, uh, how do you see it as a marketing tool uh, for motorsports in Africa?
0: We've been talking with the FIA about uh, floating a tender uh, to uh, find a promoter for the African Rally Championship. And uh, in 2022, I think uh, tender will be floated by the FIA. We hope somebody will come, like Eurosport has come on board with the European Rally Championship. And we hope that uh, we can find a promoter to run the African Series. And that'll be a very good thing because that'll be a good uh, boost for that we need.
2: That's the FIA Vice President Surinder Tathi. We'll be back.
0: All the four and two wheeled action.
2: Motorsport 411. Welcome back. Now, the 2021 uh, karting season is over. We recently spoke to the head of competitions for the Karting Commission, Norris Ngarlo, who's in Europe. And
1: we asked him how the season went uh yes um the season has been good we have completed our 10 rounds of um cutting and i think i think we're the first uh, discipline to finish all our rounds this year now i'm sure that's been
2: quite an achievement uh, considering what happened earlier this year with covid and you know the suspension of sports activities in the country
1: indeed and not just COVID. we also had safari and because remember when we had safari all the disciplines um took a pause now,
2: there are a number of tracks in the country, and we've seen some built over recent years. Uh, can
1: you tell us which venues you've used this year? Uh, this year we had two venues. We had the uh, Whistling Moran, which is up at Ati River. And uh, we had uh, the Rift Valley, the Solai Track, which is at the Rift Valley Club. We, we had ten rounds, five of which were in Athi River, and the other five in Nakuru.
2: Any reason why you're not using the uh, Great Rift Valley? Uh,
1: you know, um, clubs are the ones that choose the trucks to, to use. You know, we, we had uh, a Kenya Motorsports uh, Club that preferred to have their events at the Whistling Moran and we had uh, the Rift Valley Motorsports Club, which of course would use their own facilities. So um, it's not a call that uh, carters make, it's not a call that parents make, it's a call that the clubs make.
2: Now, in terms of standards on
1: the track, uh, how is it? Uh, yes, uh, the standards are good. Um, uh, of course, there's uh, there are room there's, there's room for for improvement, um, especially in the runoffs, but um, and and the safety part of it. But uh, so far, we're happy. And a lot of it comes down
2: to equipment. Uh, how's it going in terms of investment uh, in the equipment, uh, the carts, and
1: everything else? Uh, and I think that's usually the bigger issue um, because uh, these carts are not that cheap. Um, for example, for you to get a uh, a starter kit for a uh, 50cc, you brand new would probably be 200,000, and not everybody can afford 200,000. And that's that's not just it. You've got to invest in uh, spare parts. You've got to invest in the consumables, tires, etc. So it's not easy. So um, if uh, for, from from a uh, commission's point of view, uh, we are looking to uh, ways and means of reducing the cost of you know running running these boats especially from from the parents' point of view are you getting any funding uh, from the governing body
2: from the world governing body
1: apparently not uh, cutting does not have any funding at all um, and, and and i'm sure probably KCB would be surprised that there is such an event and and they're not involved because i'm sure for them with the with their product for children uh, this would would fit in well and and, and, and i'm sure there also other other, you know, um, potential sponsors. Uh, the bigger issue for, for us has been uh, that um, there's not been enough publicity uh, for the sport, and, and, and I'm sure there's there will be very good uptake should uh, we go a, a, a step further to publicize the sport.
2: There is a lot of competition uh, amongst the other fringe sports. Uh, You've got autocross, uh, there's motocross, uh, you know, sports that involve, uh, uh, you know, kids coming through the system. How tricky is it uh, trying to get kids into the sport and how healthy is it, uh, you know, it's seen as a starter sport uh, to, you know, moving on to other sports like rallying and, uh, you know, other sports like
1: that? Uh, um i think the best person to answer this is someone who's gone through this for example baldev Chag has gone through cutting before he got into you know rallying rallying proper but um um from from the experience we have cutting has been very helpful i mean it's it, kids kids don't feel intimidated uh, unlike for example in um, in in autocross um it is not just a kids event it is it's an everybody's event so there are other people competing. But for this particular one, it's just within, within the, the, the family of kids. Um, yes, there's a provision for, for others to rest, uh, but what we've seen so far has just been kids. And, and it's family. When kids go out there to rest, you find they spend more time together. Uh, you know, they try to learn from each other. So we, we feel cutting is, is one of the best spaces that kids can use to develop because they are amongst themselves. They can measure themselves against their fellow children. Yeah, of course, they they need to look up to, you know, um, the senior guys for for inspiration uh, and and for motivation. But I think uh, those are steps that um, uh, in karting are still available.
2: Norris, uh, in terms of participants, uh, roughly how many entries uh, do you have uh, in total uh, per event? Just a rough
1: number? Roughly, we get an average of 15 per event and and it's 15 too small in in our view. Um, We used to have a grid of over 30. At some point. Any particular reason why the entries will be lower this year? Um, uh, 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 there are a couple of things. So one, you, we have different classes, so probably when people move up to the next class, you have to invest into new equipment. So we think the the cost of investing into new equipment could be one of the one of the challenges. The second is, uh, um, you know, uh, people ha- the, the, the 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 racing family has been together for a while, so there have not been any new blood coming through. And as for the reason I say, you know, publicity, uh, people don't know the sport more. So you'll find that those who've been dressing together, when they get to some point, they don't feel like, you know, it's, it's not challenging enough. Yeah. So they don't need to invest in the next uh, next group. Uh, the the facilities that we do have, um, uh, that is at Whistling Moran and the uh, Rift Valley tend to be quite a distance from town. yeah. So um and it's time consuming when, when you have a race, it's time consuming, it is laborious, uh, laborious, uh, so, so to speak. So it's not something that, um, you know, uh, we need to find an easier way of, 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 of making this work. Um, we tried to have double headers to see whether you know, we can combine, you know, events in a weekend. Uh, it seemed to work for the last two years uh, because we've seen the numbers starting to grow. But initially we'd have events every month and it's just a one 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 event for the weekend and because of this you find that the time commitment for children and for adults was so enormous yeah. we also tried looking at opportunities of saying look is it the best of 10 so that you know when 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 you hit your eight and and you think that you 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 have scored enough that to to win your championship you can you can stop there but all these things also had had pros and cons so it's we, we are trying to find the best fit uh you know to you know get the numbers up but so far by having the double header seems to be working uh, but the best way that we can get the numbers in is through advertisement
2: very interesting now uh, you've got various categories uh, do you have the winners of those categories
1: yes um we we didn't have uh sadly we didn't have any uh, any, any any winner in the 50cc category, because we never had enough entrants for that category, but we had um, the winner for the 60cc category, uh, and that is uh, Walter Alobo. Uh, Walter Alobo, this is his third year into cutting um, and and, you can, and we could see progression uh, in his in his karting. So we're happy that Walter Alobo took this, but it, it it went all the way to the wire. He had to clinch his uh, championship on the last day so that was great and then in the junior category Rotax junior category we had um chris bandari Uh, chris bandari has been outstanding this year um he deserved it and uh he's put so much work into into the sports he's been you know on the track virtually every other week so I'm happy for him, um, uh, but he also came across uh, stunning uh, uh, challenges from um, a new Carter, uh, and we also had Miles, Miles, who uh, Miles and Manuel, who pushed him to to the wire. But we think next year we should be seeing a very good race uh, in the senior category because Kim, the two Kims are moving up to senior. Chris Bandari, who's a championship champion of the of, of the junior, is moving up to. To the senior category, uh, and um, and the new gentleman who has been very impressive. It's, it's a pity I forgot his name. It's been a long flight.
0: Yeah.
2: No problem. We understand, of course, you're on a flight uh, between Spain and coming back to Kenya. You're in France at the moment, so we we really understand what you're going through at the moment. Um, Norris, as recently as five years ago, uh, you used to have uh, drivers come from across the region. Uh, We know of drivers coming from Uganda uh, to come and uh, participate in the karting championship. Uh, Is that still the case? Um,
1: At the moment, we're trying to talk to Mozambique. Mozambique seems to be fairly advanced in as far as the cutting is concerned um so there's something in the offing. but for uganda i'm not even aware whether they have a truck so it will be difficult to get cutters from uganda if they don't have a truck um i know for for motocross uganda has been very competitive but for cutting we we don't seem to have any numbers from there same for tanzania but i know i know rwanda for example uh, Rwanda, for example, uh, have launched. Uh, I think they launched this uh, in 2020. They launched a cutting um, discipline, and uh, Christia, who is the president, has been working hard to grow the sports. And I'll, I'll, I'll be keen to um, get off, get on a phone with him just to find out how where he is and whether we can, you know, help you get Rwanda, uh, um, you know, growing in the sport. Because once we get the the region growing, then. The, the focus would be, you know, um, uh, would be high, higher than what we have now, because it now becomes a regional event. We'll be looking to have a regional, um, you know, championship uh, alongside the, the, local, the local, local, local championship.
2: Norris, sir. Uh, finally, wh- what do you see as the future of karting in this country?
1: The future of karting is in the hands of um, the uh, ASN, that is Kenya Motorsports uh, Federation. Um, we need to get, we need to work together as, as a commission to get, uh, you know, sponsors in and we need to get, you know, with sponsors in, we, we can put a budget for, for, for advertising the sports, um, you know, for publicity. That's to us is the biggest, biggest way of growing the sports because very many people don't know about it. Very many. And we don't get any, you know, spaces in the, in the newspapers or, or, or the mainstream uh, media. For, for for karting, so we need we, we need to we need to get more of that.
2: That's the head of competitions for the Karting Commission, Norris Ngala speaking from Paris. We'll be back.
1: Motorsports four one one with Sean Cardevillas.
2: Welcome back. Now here's a special feature, Women in Motorsport, and this week we feature Anne Troughton, who's in the Rally Raid Commission. I asked her how last weekend's event at Soy Sambu went.
3: It was, it was very good. Um, unfortunately, low numbers, which we are trying to do something about, but a very good raid um, organized by Jeff Mays, courtesy of the Delamirs on Soy Sambu. So a lovely private farm. Um, no, but a very good raid, a good raid.
2: I think like most uh, fringe uh, motorsports, it's been a tough year, uh, you know, with COVID earlier in the year and the cancellation of sports. Um, it's been really, really tough uh, to get the season going with rally raids.
3: It has. Um, our, our problem being, of course, because, you know, we we are multidisciplined. We have all bikes, buggies, cars, quads, um, and, and the calendar is so tight now with everybody trying to get their disciplines going towards the end of the year that it's, And people who do multi-disciplines, which, you know, um, it's just made it almost impossible to get all our our competitors in one place. Plus school holidays, plus, you know, other commitments. Um, It's a tough year. It has been a very tough year.
2: We've seen uh, one or two other disciplines actually thrive this year, for example, autocross. Um, do, Do you have any specific reason why rally rates would be struggling at the moment?
3: Yes, we need private land. We need private land. And to get the distances which which Rally Raid you know is, is famous for, we we have to go like ipia places. We've tried to we do have a short format raid, which is the one we ran um number two, which was actually very successful. Um, and you know we're very specialist vehicles, this is the problem. You know, it you have to be able to navigate um you know that there's quite a there's quite a quite a lot to Rally Raid although it's probably one of the cheaper disciplines to run. And we do have a very good database, if you like, of competitors of all kinds. It's just that this year has just been very difficult.
2: And we see the rise in rally raid popularity around the world. Of course, the, the, the key one is the Dakar Rally. Um, what, what do you see as the future of rally raids in Kenya? Do you see like an international event happening here? Well, we, we've always hoped Um and we,
3: we belong to, to the two federations, um, KMSF and MSFK. Now, MSFK is the bike side, which a few of us do actually. Uh, I actually sit on, on FIM Africa. Um, and, and through them, they're very keen as, as of this moment in time, we are looking at holding a, an extreme enduro or off-road, which would encompass, obviously, the cars as well. We we have the most fabulous country up towards you know Takana up towards the Chalby places like that. So we've definitely got the the vision. It's just now getting getting that put into place. Um, it requires obviously a lot of work and you know a lot of backing, um, which which we we we're working on trying to get. But yes, in our 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 hope is to have something like that, probably a one-off standalone event. Um, but that—that is—that's our vision
2: in the next couple of years. Now you've been in the sport when we say sport, uh, motorsport, for a long, long time now. As part of our occasional series, women in motorsport. And if you could just tell us about your background.
3: Yes, um, I say my background originally was horses, but I sort of transferred into motorsport over 20 years ago, starting with enduro in Nakuru and, and helping organize on that front. When we came to Nairobi, um, I started working with, with my rally team and basically have done organization on all disciplines really, um, bike side and and the car side. So yeah, been here a long time.
2: Uh, it's not just here, of course, it's throughout the region as well. Uh, can you tell us how you got involved uh, in the region?
3: Yes. Um, I mean, I, I tend to I tend to do quite a lot on the bike side as well as the car side, the bikes. I'm actually on the FIM Africa um, Cross-Country Commission, so I do events throughout Africa there, and then here... Um, Obviously, we I, I work with a rally team, so we you know we do travel with that, um, but that and that takes up quite a lot of time. But I've, I've gained a lot from the sport, and as one of a you know as one of a I guess a few women um, in the sport in my position, I, I consider myself to have been very lucky.
2: Now, uh, the other thing is, uh, you're a manager for Ian Duncan. Uh, can you tell us about, uh, first of all, how you got involved with Ian, and then uh, your duties in terms of uh, making sure that he gets to events and competes successfully?
3: Yeah, um, I started just helping with logistics. Um, obviously, as a, a family friend, you know, a long time family friend, and since since early two thousands. And, and we, we've just gone on. We have the same team basically today that we had back then. Um, my, my job as sort of team manager logistics is, I do all the things like entries, documentation, accommodation, ensuring we've got food. You know, we have our discussions as to the team to go, who will go, which vehicles we're taking. Um, and then obviously when we get there, it's the it's the basis of A, ensuring everyone is healthy and, and fed. Um, doing any any unfortunate rescues, um, which we've had a few of, but in, in general terms, we're a small team. We're not we're not a big team, and and we, we've we've worked like this for a very long time. So everybody knows what their role is. Everybody knows what their job is, and and in general terms, it works
2: quite well. Now, from a sponsorship point of view, I remember when you got Liquid Telecom on board for Ian. Uh, you, you're still trying to get sponsors for him.
3: I tend to do the, the documentation for the sponsorship as a, because, I mean, Ian is the, is the key to getting sponsorship, obviously, or Ian and his crew. Um, but we also have a lot of help from, from other people who are always looking for sponsors for us. I mean, it's the same with any team. We're all in the same boat. I mean, we've been very lucky now to, to be part of the Minty team with the Classic Car. So, you know, we're very grateful for that because these days it's really quite difficult to be able to run at any level the costs that are involved without a sponsor
2: and uh, you've been in sport for a long long time uh, do you still have that same enthusiasm as you did years ago <laughs>
3: um, generally yes but you, you do tend to get tired and you know new blood is always needed um, if I can help in some way through experience I will but I, I you know very conscious of bringing on bringing on new people like Chantal, you know, Zane, people, the youngsters of the sport who have to come in and take over, Um, but always there to help and assist if you can. And as long as I enjoy it, I'll continue to do it. How long do you see yourself staying in the sport? Oh, goodness. As long as I continue to enjoy it, Sean, I'll do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when I stop, then I'll stop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what What opportunities has the sport uh, brought to you?
3: Oh, goodness. Um, I mean, like I said, I uh, but particularly, A, travel. You know, we've done races in Dubai. We've done... Um, it's just being able to be in a sport and be successful. But on the motorcycle side, for me, as a as a, I hold some licences for FIM Africa, and I travel to Botswana. I I officiate in Namibia. Um, you know, it, it, it it's I, I love to travel, and it's been great to be able to go and be part of that. And the people, the the friends you meet along the way, I I think that's also very important. Um, you know, you make some really good friends in all the countries around, people you know, you sit on a commission here. And, and I just hope other people get the same opportunities
2: I've had. How are you able to balance uh, all this? I, I know a lot of weekends are taken up uh, with Motorsport. Uh, how are you able to balance all this uh, with uh, your personal life?
3: It's It can be quite, when, when my son was here, it was quite difficult. I mean, he's obviously now... Out of the picture, um, but but I have a very a very understanding and husband who allows me to go off and do all these things. So yeah, I mean you you've got to kind of make a, a happy medium and and make sure that when you need it, you're here.
2: A two part question, Anne. Uh, first of all, uh, your greatest achievement. Uh, what do you feel is your greatest achievement, and also your best memory? Oh gosh,
3: um, greatest achievement. I think um well there there are there are a few i mean for me is i think would be on the the africa side um you know being recognized as as a woman in motorsport you know we were given some of us were given women in motorsport awards so you've got to say that yes that that is an achievement but wouldn't have done it without my team and and the rally side and everything else so you know you've got to look at the whole picture um i think you know winning winning things with the team the, the i think i think best memory was winning the classic with the mustang which was my favorite car um, you know that that it, it's just it's just there's nothing quite like it um, you're with your mates you, you you do well and it was so tight and yeah you know I, so so that kind of thing is, is what makes it all worthwhile
2: and uh, finally, what advice would you give uh, to women who, uh, who are looking up uh, to take either a management role in motorsport or to get into motorsport itself?
3: You've got to. I think basically you need to start at grassroots. You've got to help to organise. You've got to. You've got to stick at it. Don't just give up on that. And I mean, it can be unpleasant. As I say, we're lucky here that you know we do have a lot of women and and. You know, we are much more equally balanced, and I think people understand that. You know, you, you, some of the women managers that we have are are quite high high powered. Um, but I think you've just got to stick at it. Don't don't give up. You know, and and um, and look for the opportunities. And and there are opportunities out there. Um, and I think people are. This is a good country to try to start for women in motorsport, be it as a competitor or an organizer. You know, or a manager.
2: Um just grab it with both hands. That's our special feature Women in Motorsport, this week featuring Anne Troughton of the Rally Rate Commission. We'll be back.
1: All the four and two wheeled action. Motorsports 411.
2: So that's it for the show this week. A special thanks once again to Surrender Tathi, Norris Ongala and Anne Troughton. Our thanks as always to Big City Studios. We'll be back next week. I'm Sean Carter